You're listening to the Cultivate Purpose Podcast for the driven go-getter girl boss who is working and ready to take action towards turning that passionate side hustle into a full-time life that you love and are excited to wake up to every day. I'm your host, Chantel, owner of a boutique wedding and event planning company, writer, educator, and mindset motivator, and lover of all things pink. So without further ado, let's get to it, girlfriend. guys and welcome back to the Cultivate Purpose podcast. I'm really excited that you're here today because we're going to talk about one of my favorite things to do as a creative business owner and how you can do it to help market and grow your business and also to network and work with other creatives and really gain that exposure and showcase what you do. So I'm talking about styled shoots. If you're on Instagram, then you've probably seen a post or two about um, other creatives that have done them. I absolutely love styled shoots because of a lot of reasons. Like I said, they're great for networking with other creatives. They're great for, you know, creating something that is basically your vision that you create with other creatives and bring to life to showcase to your future potential clients, your ideal client, speaks to your people. So today I want to talk about how you can go ahead with starting to plan your own. We're going to talk about everything from start to finish, from taking that Pinterest board of ideas to making it a reality and making it happen. So grab a notebook and a pen. If you're in the car, you know, try to take some mental notes. You can really write this stuff down later on or listen to this later on when you're able to really dig in with some note taking. Um, And let's get to it. So a little bit of a backstory. When I first started my business, the first thing that I did was a styled shoot. Um, When you're first starting out, It's really hard unless, you know, you're an awesome photographer or you have a photographer friend to really get the images um, that you can put out there on your website and on your social media because we all know that those Google, um, you know, generic photos are just not what speaks to your ideal client. And I didn't want to use those in the beginning. I really wanted to have real stuff that I created to showcase and put out there. So I did a styled shoot and it was an amazing experience and I really fell in love with the entire process. Um, so first thing that you really want to focus on is your idea and your theme. So first thing I want you to do is take that idea if you have one in mind or think about what you do, who your ideal client is. And what would really make them say, wow, like I need to hire you. Make a Pinterest board or take some magazine clips, create a vision board, get a big poster and just get all of these ideas out. 
once you have that idea, it'll be your foundation for the entire process from start to finish. So you really want to start there and have a concrete idea. So once you have your idea, you're ready to really dig into the planning. So what happens from here is you're basically creating your own event. Now I want to take a step back because you may be saying, but I'm not a wedding planner or I'm not an event planner. You know, I don't do events really. Maybe you design invitations or maybe you're a baker. Um, you know, maybe you do, you create a product. So you can really create something that's basically just a mock setup of showcasing your you know, talent, your products or your services. For me as a wedding planner, you know, I did one that was obviously a mock wedding. So, you know, you want something that just speaks to your ideal client. So now you can start digging into the planning process. The two very important factors from the beginning, once you have your whole idea planned out, is date and venue. And you really want to have a date nailed down so when you do reach out to venues, um, you can kind of give them an idea because it makes you look like you're, you know, organized and really having a plan in place for this. Now, keep in mind, some venues get a lot of inquiries about styled shoots. So really try to think out of the box and try to showcase something that maybe doesn't get as much, um, you know, visual outreach um, for events or for, you know, different things. And again, this is if you are a wedding or event based vendor or creative, um, because you may not need a venue if you are showcasing more of a product themed um, shoot. One thing that I do want to mention is an important factor in choosing a date that you want to do this shoot also goes along with what the theme is and, you know, what season this would kind of fit with. Because if you're looking to get it published in, um, you know, a publication of some sort, whether it be a wedding themed or a blog or, you know, something to get that exposure out there, you really want to contact those publications first because they have guidelines for uh, submissions and they have deadlines for certain, you know, if, if your theme is really seasonal and centralized around a specific season, they have deadlines for getting those submissions in. So you want to make sure that you get those in and really know those um you know, those guidelines for submitting to your publications of choice. So once all of that is completed, you can now start reaching out to the creatives that you want to work with. Now, when you're doing the research for the different creatives, you want to really do this as if it's an actual event that you're planning. Um, so you'll want to have a photographer, you know, a baker, Think about all of the vendors and the creatives that goes into making an actual event happen and start reaching out to them. So you'll want to have those, you know, those specifics that really publications love and, and they just really die for. Um, 
because when you create your shot list, you want to make sure that you have all of these things. So an invitation suite, you want to have a cake set up, um, you know, rentals, all of these things really um, you need to kind of consider. So then you can start crafting your outreach email to these creatives and you really want to provide them with as much information as possible. So you want to give them the date and the venue. You want to give them a theme, send them a copy of your Pinterest board or your vision board so that they have an idea of, you know, what they're looking to do. And again, you want these to be people that have done the same style of work that your theme is for. And they kind of all align with that same type of ideal client. Because then it's really just, it's going to benefit all of you even more in that way. So once you start reaching out to them, you really want to be sincere about it. Because if you go at it as, you know, I want you to do this for me type of perspective, it's just going to give the whole thing a, a totally different vibe. And that's not what you want. You really want to, you want to help the others that are participating in making this vision a reality with you um, because it's going to benefit all of you in that in that same way. So you want to make sure that you're really expressing, you know, this is for you and you're going to get these images to use for your marketing purposes to showcase what you do. Use a lot of that word, you, instead of me. So going in it, going at it um, in that perspective is really going to just make it exciting and, and fun and want um, you know, these creatives are going to want to participate in this with you. You really should plan also on visiting the venue because it will really help to make it a smooth process, especially if you bring along the other creatives that are working with you. So you all can kind of put that plan into play before the day of so that you know where everything is, what your general layout is going to be and kind of working off of that together to make that floor plan and shot list and just kind of pulling it all together. And with that, just a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, guys, and we're back and ready to keep going. So now that you have all of that planned out and you have your floor plan, your layout, you have your team of creatives, um, your photographer, you have your shot list, all of that is ready to go and you're ready to make this happen for the day of. You'll also want to make sure that you have a timeline because this is very important for keeping the day kind of just going smoothly and on track because you want to make sure that you are kind of getting everything met that you really want done. And just like that, you did it you completed it. And I'm sure that it is going to be an amazing experience for all of you. But it doesn't end there. Once the day is done and you've completed the styled shoot itself, you really want to take this time to follow up with the vendors right away. Um, everybody that participated and just send out a general, you know, heartfelt thank you to each of them. Thank you for participating. Thank you for taking that time and that day. Don't forget the venue as well, because without them, you know, this really wouldn't have been able to be what it was for you.
So take that time to really send out those thoughtful messages to thank those creatives for helping make your vision a reality. From there, you'll want to communicate with the photographer and just kind of keeping in, in, you know, check with what is happening in their process. Um, you know, try to get some teaser images if you can to start kind of posting on your social media and sending to those vendors and just kind of keeping that hype going after the day has passed. And then once you have those images, start crafting your story of why this theme or idea kind of came to you, why you wanted to create this, why was this important for you to put this together and work with these creatives to make this happen and really make it a story and make it heartfelt and thoughtful because this is what you're going to send with those images to the publications that you want to submit to to hopefully get published. Also keep in mind that a lot of publications really are strict with having multiple requests or submissions entered. So start with your top one, top of your list, start there. Um, They're usually pretty quick with getting back to you, really depends on the publication, Um, but start with one. And if they say that it's not a good fit, then you can move on to the next one and submit from there. And one last thing, guys, that I really want to touch on is don't take the nose as a negative or make you feel like what you created wasn't good enough for that publication because the no's are just putting you on track for getting the yes from the perfect, most aligned publication for what you created. A lot of work, a lot of energy, and a lot of thought goes into those publications and making sure that, you know, what they're taking on fits with their ideal clients, but also the ones that will say yes to you are going to be the ones that are also aligned with your ideal client because they're going to feel that in this creation that you've made. So don't give up and don't get down on yourself and be proud of what you just created and if you do this, I would love for you to share in the community, you know, what you're working on. And if you are planning one, or if you have an idea now after listening to this, um, of one that you really want to create. And I can't wait to celebrate with you. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. And with that, I thank you for tuning into this episode. And I really would appreciate it if you leave a review and tell me what you think. Tell me what you want to hear. If you're not in our Facebook community, definitely send me a message so we can get you in there. Um, so we can just continue the conversation. Thanks again, guys.